The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I forgot how to intro. That's where we're going to start it then. Um, we're going to start this podcast by me saying I forgot how to long, intro this podcast because that's not space. something. And then I forgot how to <laughs> I, intro. I don't usually do. I, I I was like, wait, I don't do this normally. Right. We we talked about it before the pod. We were like, hey, so who starts this? Because Mike's not here and John's not here, so we don't know how to begin. We don't know anything we're doing. Uh, so thank you for listening to BGN Radio. That's all we have for no. Um, Ben, today we're doing a very very important and by important i mean dumb and i'm not sure anyone is going to listen to this podcast now i know people will right because jersey numbers are very important but at the same time i think many people are downloading this podcast and you should download it (laughs) i'm definitely (laughs) give us definitely download it give us the stats or tell i mean obviously if you're listening to this you already have or i don't know you could be streaming it so if if you're streaming it go download it you know, if you don't want to listen to it, if it's not for you, then turn it off. No hard feelings. It's fine. No one's going to blame you. But if you really want to stay and get into some very important Eagles jersey number talk, then we have it for you. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm excited about this because people are either super into jersey numbers or they don't care at all slash have very bad takes on them. Mm. You and I, like when the jersey numbers came out, you immediately put them in the, like in our Slack group with me, you, Mike, John. Mike and John like said one thing and they were out. Me and you talked about it for another, like <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> it's very clear where these people lie. But they are important. Listen, I was as interested as anybody else in Nate Gary transitioning to linebacker. And then when I saw he was number 47, I was like, well, dang, this isn't going to work. You know what I mean? Like mm. the Eagles just signed Jay Liggins. Well, Liggins is 46. Guess what? He's not going to pan out, guys. Like there's just... There are things you can tell when players get bad numbers. And obviously, when there's 90 people on the roster, there's only 99 numbers to go around. And so, you know, those players get the good numbers. Those are really the ones to watch in camps. This is important. This is analytics because it's numbers. This is analytics. Because it's numbers. numbers. Yes, that's very true. Um, And even really less than 99 because, you know, obviously you have the retired numbers, number 5 and 20 and 70. And I I think 44. I'm missing some in there. Some numbers that by the way, are not necessarily retired, but are not being used. Number 12, no one has worn that since Randall Cunningham. No, no one has worn number 25 since LaShawn McCoy. And as of right now, it's only one off season. but number nine was not handed out. So Nick Foles' jersey. Yeah, yeah. so Nick Foles, is Ben Eric's number retired? Yeah, 60, yeah, definitely. Come on, Ben. No, that's the thing. You didn't name that one. And so I was thinking of the one you didn't yes. name. And it was Ben Eric. So don't come yeah, on me. You one. forgot it. Let's just let's start off here. Does that sound good to you? We'll just start off with number one. There are two number ones, actually, on the roster. We're going to go just one through 98, right. all of these. Again, it's so stupid. But here we go. Ben, how do you feel about Cameron Johnston yes. and DeAndre Tompkins also wearing number one? Punters should wear either number one or number 18. Those are the only two options for mm-hmm. punters, so big win for Johnston. Wow, 18 for a punter. I already di- we're already disagreeing Wait, from the it's, start. It's, it's either the, the smallest possible number or the biggest possible number. Don't be like, oh, I'm number six, like Johnny Hacker. Like, who cares? Well, why can't he wear number 19 then? Is 19, is that even on the table? That would be so bold. Uh, I don't know if it, wait, 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 wait. So we, we should obviously be... For a podcast about jersey numbers, we, I feel like we should have those rules in front of us. Uh, I don't know if they can go that high. That's what I'm saying. I think they're, aren't they only limited to the single digits? Unless it's like a 10? 
I have to pull this up. Where is the... There's a Wikipedia article on yeah, this. Yeah, 1 through 19 very... quarterbacks, punters, and kickers per August 28th, 2018. Okay. Yes, that's available. Okay. All right. So, you were saying. So, yes. like <laughs> I guess if you want to be 19, that would be bold as heck. I think 19 is generally mm. a bold number. I think 18 is the tacit cap for quarterbacks, punters, and kickers. Mm-hmm. But, like, to me, like... Be a punter, just wear number one. Just be number one and do that because you're a punter. Why the heck not? Or be like 17 or 18 or 19. Be a super high number. Be like, I'm basically Peyton Manning. I like number one for DeAndre Tompkins as a guy who is kind of on the, a little bit on the smaller side at 5'11". And, you know, he has some returner ability here. So I, right. I just kind of like that for some reason. And it, it'll be funny in practice because you have Cameron Johnson, number one, punting to DeAndre Tompkins, number, number one. To, right. to, number one. Think, so I just think that's kind of funny. Psychologically, camp tryout, make sure you get a number that's easy to remember. DeAndre Tompkins, number yeah. one, easy to remember. On the top of the roster. Literally, if, there, if there's some people in the Eagles front office who, for some reason, have the roster sorted by number... DeAndre Tompkins. They're not going to forget about him. Exactly. He's number one. Genius. Moving on to number two is the AAF signing quarterback, Luis Perez. Perez is the first Eagles quarterback to wear number two since Matt Barkley. What are your thoughts, Ben? Well, firstly, I love how you actually have that information. Actually, I've been wondering this for a while. I've been surmising this, you know, in my head. Do you, yes or no, have a spreadsheet that tracks the histories of numbers that these players have worn at different places? No, I don't have, have that, to. but there's one available. There's, n- there's a, It's on Pro Football Reference, actually. Right, but okay, it's amazing how much jersey number trivia you know. To me, you have to have some sort of resource. <laughs> there's no way this is all mental. It is all in my That's head. That's extraordinary. Um, Perez at number two versus Clay and Thorson at number eight. The battle for quarterback three. Early lean is to, is to Louis Perez, all right? Number two is better yeah. than number eight, unquestionably. So I'm excited about that. Other than that, I have no take. Yeah, I think that's solid for him. Not much else there. Uh, number three, moving on to number three, not a quarterback, not a specialist, a wide receiver, and it's Charles Johnson, the former AAF, well, really, the AAF's all-time leading receiver, right. former Vikings slash Panthers slash Jets slash wherever he was. I don't even know if he was the Jets. He was a bunch of different places, the Browns too. Um, out of Grand Valley State, number three for a wide receiver. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, man. both Charles Johnson and Greg Ward mean to have words. Ward is six. Charles Johnson is three. Mm. You're not even rookies. You're you've been in the league. Mm. What are you doing getting single digit numbers like three and six? That is unacceptable. Charles Johnson was in the league for like four years. Should be able to at least yeah. grab an '80s number and be all right with it. These are these are really bad tryout numbers for two players, Ward and Johnson, who both people are like, oh, maybe they're going to be a thing. Nope, clearly not. Yeah, because you're coming out with three and six, and like the deep wide receiver tryout numbers always end up being in the single digits. But like last year, six was like Anthony Mahungura, like the kid out of Purdue. Yeah, right now it's Greg Ward. Yep. Man, Greg, that's not good. That's a big problem. It's really a fall for grace from yes. Greg Ward because originally as 89. a rookie, an undrafted rookie. He was actually four when he first came in back in 2017. He, he took his lumps. He spent the season, the 2017 season, on the practice squad. Right. And then he got bumped up to 89, like you just said. Like, And that's a really good number, uh, I think, yeah. especially for a guy like him. But, hey, I mean, he got cut. Uh, he didn't really last on the practice mm-hmm. squad this season. I think he was only there for a week or so. He revitalizes his career a little bit in the AAF. And now he's number six. It's it's not great, but I, I think it's kind of fair. It's like, hey, you know, Back you're kind of starting, starting over. Box, right. We skipped over Jake Elliott in there. Obviously, you have a Jake Elliott jersey, Ben, so I'll let you take that one. Yeah, well, I have to love it because I have the jersey, right? Like, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, I can't really be anti-Elliott. Um, but for me, kickers, I think the best numbers for kickers are two and three, and Elliott's right there on the cusp, so maybe four is acceptable. Mm. But to me, best kicker number, if you can get two or three, lock that puppy in immediately. Because especially three, that's the number of points you want to score. Make it very clear what's going down. Very true. Uh, I do love Carson, though. Carson Wentz calling uh, Jake Big Four back when you Wait, know, he was lining so up for cute. that 61-yard field goal. Yeah, it was really good. So Big Four, I like that. Moving on to Nate Sudfeld at number seven. got to talk about this. Then when I saw Nate Sudfeld wear this jersey for the first time, I felt like I was watching Sam Bradford, and just in terms of like body, not in terms of watching him play, just totally just body style. He's like yeah. thinner, he's a little bit scrawny. Uh, I don't know if Sudfeld wears the sleeves. I don't. He he doesn't wear the sleeves. He definitely doesn't wear the sleeves that uh, Bradford does. But so seven kind of reminds me of him, which I guess is appropriate because he was the last quarterback to wear seven. Bradford that is before right. Sudfeld. So how are we feeling about Nasty Nate wearing seven? Wait, where Nasty Nate come from? That's that's his nickname. 
Really? That I just gave to him. Oh, okay. And it's really popular. It's really catching on. Yeah, exactly. So. Two people use it now. Uh, no. Yeah, well. Seven. Strong number for a developmental quarterback. I think absolutely. I'm a big mm. fan of, of Sudfeld being seven. Though the Sam Bradford comparison is obviously bad. Though Bradford prefers eight, right? Which is Thorson's number. That's like Bradford's yes. preferred number wherever he goes. Thorson, by the way. Yeah, Donnie Jones had it. Yeah, Thorson. Mr. Symmetrical Face, Clayton Th- Symmetrical Face Thorson, picking the only <laughs> symmetrical number down the vertical axis, to me just speaks to the fact that he knows his strengths. My goal is to just look vanilla. And eight is the most vanilla quarterback number that there is. Just right down the middle, same on both sides. That's me. Clayton Thorson knows why he's here. It's because he has a symmetrical face. This is a full-on Mike Kiss take right here. Do you remember the last Eagles quarterback to wear number eight? Not Garcia. It was much more recently than you think. You wrote a post about this man last summer. Oh, wow. During a final preseason game. Oh, uh, no. Callahan? No, Callahan was three. Even worse. Think about even worse than Callahan. Oh, man. (laughs) It's the kiss of death right there. happened. So that's that's really not looking great for Clayton Thorson's stock. God be with him. I will say there could be hope for him because if Shelton Gibson, I'm skipping ahead here, got cut at 18, Thorson wore the 18 in college, and as Michael Kiss said, with no context or no disclaimer or anything, Clayton Thorson reminds him of Peyton Manning. So I mean, right. you got to get Peyton Manning's jersey number number 18 if that becomes available. So there's hope for him, and I think 18 is much better than the eight. But right now, right. Ooh, what's okay? Rough. Your overall take: quarterback in single-digit numbers versus double-digit numbers. What's better? Ooh, I think I like the double better. That's correct. I take. think correct of like take. Tom Brady, twelve. Obviously, Carson Wentz, number eleven. Philip Rivers is seventeen. Is pretty good. It's a it's a different number. Yep. He makes it work. Patrick Mahomes is what fifteen, right? I mean, yeah. Manning is eighteen. You know what I mean? Uh, Rogers is yeah, twelve. Eighteen. Here's my thing, and yep. I know you'll disagree with this. It's better in the double digits because, number one, you got a good history. It looks better. But also, number two, you blend in a lot better when you're hanging out with your wide receivers because all your wide receivers should also be in the tens. And that way you look like one cohesive unit. Yeah, I really don't like one for a quarterback. It's just, no. Exactly. Like, Warren Moon did that, and it's just Warren Moon, and you can't, nobody else can do it. And Cam, but whatever. True. But you have to be special to do it, you know? So, Deshaun, 10. We already knew he was getting 10 back. That's, that wasn't. Any, <laughs> he didn't. He like when that happened. You know, there was talk like, "Oh, are you gonna pay Matt Collins?" Did he, and he was like, "No." no I'm, <laughs> he I'm basically, get 10. and happen. not so many words. He's like, "Yeah, like I don't need to do that." <laughs> are you kidding? And he's right. right. I mean, it's, it's his number. It's ten. So that's good to see. You can break out your Deshaun Jackson jerseys if you still have them. Um, Carson Wentz, number eleven. I mean, still pretty good, right? Nothing, nothing wrong. No, it, it's strong, and it's it doesn't belong to a lot of other quarterbacks as well, so it's good for him. It's probably, like, I, wa- I don't know why he got 11. Do we know that? I mean, I don't know. I, I would guess it was, like, his audience of one thing, but he didn't want to do number one because yeah. you can't do that. Like, as a quarterback, that's a little too risky. Yeah. So Carson Wentz clearly adheres to the same jersey number rules that we do. The last quarterback to wear 11 before Carson Wentz, do you remember who that was, Ben? No, okay, I don't. For the Eagles? It was Tim Tebow. For the Eagles, it was Tebow? <laughs> yeah. Man. Why? It was Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow? This Chris Hagerberg is so bad. Okay, I'm excited to get into these wide receivers in the teens. Again, number 12, obviously retired. Um, well, no, not retired, sorry, but unofficially yeah. retired, kind of on ice. And we skipped over Nick Foles again, who, number nine, probably going to be on ice for a bit. I don't know if they'll retire it. Should it be retired, Ben? Quick take? No. I don't. It's hard. I think it's hard to retire jersey numbers like that for a player who isn't like a bona fide Hall of Famer who spent their right. entire career with the team. I'm not trying to downplay the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, like, I think that's kind of what that's more reserved for. So we're at the wide receivers now, or some more of them. Now Snagler, number 13. Obviously, he was 17 before Alshon came to Philly, but then he switched to 13. 13 is better on him than 17, I think. Yeah. And I think it's it's good for, subjectively, the 10s are better than the 80s for wide receivers. That's my take that I know you don't like. So 13 looks good, and it looks especially good when you're out there with you know, 17, 10, and 19. Like, that's a great aesthetic as a unit. And that's why it was very important that our single wide side landed on 19 is because the Eagles had to continue having their starting wide receivers all be in the 10s, and that's currently the case. So the unit will be good again because they're all in the 10s. Carlton Agudosi from Rutgers is wearing Riley Cooper's old number, number 14. That's like that's how I always think of that number, so... As I feel like they... You always think of Riley draw. Cooper? That's rough. I'm sorry that that has to happen. Well, to I'm just saying, like, it's just... It's not great. I think it's a bad number. Like, I would not want to get that number. It's just... It's not great. 15, retired. 
16 now this is this is one of the biggest concerns honestly on the whole roster here when we're talking about jersey numbers mac hollands getting 16 is a problem i thought mac would be might be good i thought he might develop nice when he's wearing 10 you're wearing 16 now wearing bryce treg's old number we got a problem yeah it's not great no it's tough to think of even good players who've worn 16 let alone good receivers and the thing with mac too was like I remember when he came in, he wore number 10, and Shelton Gibson was originally 80, and I just always felt like that was backwards. I was like, why? Like, right. Mac, you're a bigger guy. You should be wearing 80. Like, you're just a, and, and Gibson is a smaller guy. You should be wearing 10. And, he, and in theory, you know, he's a speedier guy. He should be wearing that old Deshaun Jackson number. Like, Mac Holland shouldn't be wearing that number. It's just not the same thing. Like, it just doesn't fit. So, very but concerning you, would, you wouldn't be Mac. able to get on the field wearing 80 with the rest of these wide receivers because you look like a tight end out there looking like Trey guess, Burton. Can't do that. I guess that's fair. I, I just don't love it. I, I don't, Honestly, I don't even love the 80, but I just I like right. 80 more than 10 if we're talking right. about Mac. Uh, Alshon, 17. Good. And yeah, we're on this topic of like wide receivers wearing these team numbers versus the 80 numbers, to me, I just think of like T.O., 81. Obviously, Jerry Rice, 80. Like I think of... The it's big, all like, old generation guys. I just... There's something about that I like more overall. I think... I guess I'll put it like this. I think a bigger guy like Alshon can get away with 17 more than, let's say, like whoever the smallest receiver is on the Eagles roster could get away with, like Shelton Gibson, let's say, for wearing 88. Like that just can't happen. That's right. Terrible. Yeah, no, I agree. Which, dude, Mac needs to take 18 from Gibson when Gibson gets cut this year. Then Mac will be back on a positive developmental track. 18 is much better than 16. That would be very good for him, but it would be very bad for Clayton Thorson. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, Gibson, 18, much better, right. I would say, for him than the 80 he used to have. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, whose nickname we are still yet to determine. He saw the poll on Bleeding Green Nation. He has not weighed in on which nickname he prefers, but he at least saw it. I hope to ask him about that when I see him. I have to. At OTAs, I have to. It's it's my duty. Uh, 19, I think, is good for him. I think he's a unique wide receiver. And I think that's kind of a more unique number for a yeah. wide receiver. So I like 19. For, and Great it was obviously and his also, number at Stanford. Right. Continuity is huge. If you want to transition smoothly, getting the same number, huge aspect of that, right? Great first step to being ready year one to contribute the way he did at the college level. Same number. It's critical. I also love when there's continuity between a pass catcher and his quarterback's number. Like, I like that Goddard is 88 and Wentz is 11 because it's, you know, the, the same digits. I like that our single mm. white side is 19 and Wentz is 11 because 11 and 19 together are 30. So there's a holisticness there. That really appeals to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. This matters um, to me. Also good to kind of like kind of bring some better juju back to that number. Not that Golden Tate was like a bad guy or anything, but just right. the fact that it was weird. You know, it was just you think of Golden Tate's time with the Eagles and you aren't necessarily like, you know, thrilled and happy. I literally about forgot the, he know. was there on the last podcast. Go listen to it. I was like, who's the other topic? Yeah. And it was Tate. So I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, JJ's coming in here and we can kind of just move on from the Tate thing. Uh, right. Ronald Darby came to Philly wearing 35, which I actually didn't hate on him. I did not hate 35. He said it was a horrible number. A lot of people thought it was a horrible number. And then he changed the 41, which I thought was way worse than 35. Yes. Yeah. Like, how is that better than, like, guys wearing 41? When I think of 41, I think of Mitchell White. Remember when Mitchell White was on the team then a couple years ago? You probably don't. But no. and he was very bad and he was wearing 41 and I just so he's 21 now. That's a lot better. Obviously, he got that number last year when Patrick Peterson left. Um, so Ron Darby is to me, he's on back on track to have a good season and be good because 21 is a pretty solid corner number. I agree. I think the entire 20s for Philadelphia is all just good. Like, I think it's, I think, yeah, 21's a big win. You're right. 22 for Sidney Jones is just a great number for him. And, and, yeah. and obviously, like, you know, he hasn't really panned out well, but 22 gives me hope. 23 for McLeod, a little bit irregular, but I like it. It's one mm. of the lowest numbers you'll see for a safety, but I still dig on it. Malcolm Jenkins wearing 27, harkens back to the corner experience, very, very strong. And then 29 for Maddox, again, corner safety versatility, and that's a number that can be both in the high 20s. So I like that a lot. And then when you look at the running backs, I think 24 for Howard is bold, uh, but I don't mind it because I would put 24 typically on a faster running back, and that's not Howard. But it's like a traditional running back number, so I don't hate it, you know what I mean? 26 for Sanders interested me. Uh, I personally thought that he was going to end up at uh, a number in the 30s, 
Uh, but 26, getting that was a big win. I didn't realize nobody had 26. So big win for him in that regard. And then Wendell Small to 28, that number is going to be open for whoever wants it. <laughs> God willing. Uh, I don't I don't know. Dude. <laughs> I think he's going to be around forever. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, all the 20s, I think everybody did a great job on it. And that's the thing is, like, 20 should be corners and running backs with the occasional safety. The Eagles have two safeties in the 20s, but I think it works for both of them. And so I don't mind it. Yeah, I think that's pretty spot on. Um, 24 for Howard is obviously the same number he had with Chicago. So you have the continuity there. Um, you're bringing over exactly what he can do from the Bears. Right. To the Eagles, just because he has the same. I mean, this is, again, this is analytics. This is science. You can't argue with this. You can't tweet at me at Brandon Gowden or tweet at Ben at Benjamin Solak and try to dispute this because it's just, you can't. Like, it's just not possible. Um, I would have liked Sanders to get 25 if that was open. I just, I think I'd feel a little bit better about that. Obviously, it just, it, it's not going to happen. Sure. Um, I feel like 26 is kind of fun with Saquon also obviously having that number oh, in the division. Oh, that's a really so, good point. I didn't think about yeah, that. I like the, that a lot now. I yeah, like that a lot. Yeah, the Penn State guys both having 26. So we can see who the better 26 is. Obviously, everyone knows the answer to that question. And it's also sad for Jay Ajayi, who is still a free agent. Obviously, he won't be back. His number is gone. Um, I so thought moving 36 on to the looks better on Ajayi than, 20, than 26 anyway. I mean, that's the number, really, I feel like people are going to remember him for, right? I mean, that's yeah. the number he wore during the Super Bowl season. He only wore 26 in like a couple games last year exactly. before he got hurt. And yeah. All right. How are we feeling about the 30s, Ben? So 30s is tricky, right? Like you have to be, I think if you are a defender in the 30s, you have to be willing to hit a guy. And if you're a running back in the 30s you've also got to be a truck right this is this is like you like 30s like a to me it's a hard nose number so when i look at danelle pumphrey at 35 look at deandre hall at 36 <laughs> right and that's where you would look first yes right i mean i'm saying like these are players that just like does not fit like deandre hall firstly should be in the 40s because special team mm. player who didn't play any significant snaps the 40s is the special teams tens it's the special teams digits and so Iweka getting 33, which is a great safety number, huge for his draft, huge for his projection, right? Like, he got 33, Andrew Sadejo got 42. I think Igweke is already the, uh, Igweke, I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. Who knows? Godwin. Igweke, yeah, Bukwe, is already, like, to me, already, like, you know, club, Iggy. clubhouse leader. Iggy, there you go. But... Jalen Mills of 31 Feel- should have told us from the beginning that he was always going to be a player who struggled to keep a starting role. Corner at 31. It's reprehensible. 32, much stronger number, Rasul Douglas. 32. <laughs> like, clearly, we should have known that Rasul would be pushing for playing time. I think 32 is a great number on Rasul because you know, like that's like a big number in terms of like the amount of space it, it, it covers on the jersey. And Rasul's a big dude, yeah. big rangy guy. The one that I don't have a formed opinion on is 34 for LeBlanc. Because... Is LeBlanc enough of a cult hero that he can just, like, make it work? Because 34, Mm. to me, it's not a great number for a nickelback. 34 is a slow person number. But LeBlanc's also, like, such, like, a scrappy underdog guy that I almost want him to have a number that works against him because it kind of just feeds into his his personality. I don't know. And so I'm not even going to comment on Josh Adams. I don't care about Josh Adams. Uh, Love (laughs) Rasul at 32. Love Trey Sullivan at 37. I have a quick thing on Josh Adams, Ben. Okay. I would say that's not good for him. I think it's not a good sign that he is sharing. Because you look at these guys who share numbers, usually those aren't great players right. on the roster. They're not like roster locks. So, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't think Josh Adams was in good standing anyway because of who the team added. But I think the fact that he's putting his jersey number is just another not good sign for him. Right. Now, the other big thing with Adams is, and I think that maybe this was the logic behind it, he is a very tall, upright sort of a guy. So if you want to look... If you've got more muscle mass, you want to look thicker, you got to choose a wide number. 33 is a pretty wide number, so I respect that effort, but he looks like a uh, safety. Like He does not look like like a running back when you look at him with his jersey on. I remember you and I together on the sideline being like, Josh Adams, 33, looks like a wide receiver in terms of build. Like I don't even know yeah. who this guy is, right? It doesn't, it doesn't work out. So he needs to get out of the 30s if he's going to stick. Pretty much like you've got him at 33, Pumphrey at 35, Boston Scott at 49, and they're all eyeing Wendell Smallwood at 28. Whoever can get to 28 mm. is going to be the one who actually freaking sticks. Boston Scott better not stay at 49. Okay, that's a mm. that's a backup backup linebacker number. He's he is he loses time off his forty yard dash by wearing forty nine. I like forty nine in Boston Scott because it's awful take. But he's not going to be like he's never really going to be a really big contributor on offense. He's probably most likely some kind of special teams guy or maybe some kind of gadget guy on offense, like a Darren Sproles in that kind of role. So if he has a weird kind of number like that, 
uh, situational player number. I think 49 is okay for him. It's not a good number in general, I agree. But for him, I'm okay with it. Uh, I think I agree with most of your takes on the 30s. I think 36 just always looks weird no matter what on any player because it's Westbrook's number. And like I'm always going to think of Westbrook when I see three or when I see 36. So that's just kind of a weird one for me. I think the one number here in the 30s that like Blake Countess here, he got shafted, man. Like he he had a really good he had a, he had 29 when he first got drafted by the Eagles. Pretty good number for a rookie six round pick. And then he wore 24 with the Rams, another good number. But those two numbers are taken now, obviously, by Maddox and Jordan Howard. So mm-hmm. it's not like he can get any of those numbers this year. Maybe if Howard leaves next year and he's still around. And they did, Eagles did sign Countess to the extension. So maybe he can get 24 next year. But right now, he's stuck at 39. And that's just, that's not great for you him. Have to, that's, uh, the big question is like, all right, is he a corner? Is he a safety? Because 39 for a safety means very difficult different things than 39 for a corner. 39 for a corner, you're not making the roster. 39 for a safety, special teams guy. Yeah. He's listed as a corner on the Eagles site. Yeah, I don't I don't think that matters though. I think he's going to be more I mean, I think I think he's Chris Maricos now. And that's why moving into the 40s here, if 42 became available, I don't think it would be the worst idea for Countess to move to 42 if Sendejo gets cut just for the season and then he can try to switch back to 24 next year. So, I think that should be on his radar. Nico Evans Ben. 41. Yeah, problem. Mm. Listen, like I said, 40, 40s are, are are very, very tricky. There's one, there, I should say there's two positions where you can get a number in the 40s and it works. Number one, if you're like a, a tight end, H-back sort of gadget player like Trey Burton was, get a number in the 40s, that works because you're going to line up in a bunch of different places. And so it's like fun to have that number that like is kind of positionless. Or if you're a really like swagadocious linebacker who can like Devin White got 45 for the Bucks just recently and I was like yeah that makes sense Devin White's a killer Devin White won the butt kiss award Devin White linebacker for LSU he can do whatever the heck he wants 45 Deion Jones also LSU linebacker when he got it uh 45 for the the Falcons I was like yes I'm there when Nate Gary took 47 I was like all right he's not gonna be a good player right it's like 40 is like very divisive for linebackers but if you can dip into it from like an H-back or a linebacker and get it right like 45 47, potentially 48, that's good. Most 40s are not going to be it. Like Sandejo, 42. He can't, he can't, mm. he's safety four. He can't, he can't be safety three. 42, 42 on the field, unacceptable. Uh, you've got uh, Nate Gary at 47. Always been, oh, Nate Gary, if you're going to be a linebacker, pick a 50 number. If you're going to be a safety, pick a 40, 30 number. Don't try to mess around with me here. Like if you're going to be a positional change, you got to change the number too. Josh Hawkins at 48. Let's never forget the Dallas game where there was a 48 out there covering Amari Cooper. And that's when we all knew we like that was the moment we knew we fucked up, right? Like, like there was a 48 out there. And the same thing goes to for Jay Liggins at 46. Uh, you've got long let's long snapper numbers. You got the Alex Singleton out of Montana State wearing 49. Like these are the 40s. The 40s are the barren wasteland of NFL numbers. And so Nico Evans at 41, Andrew Sadeo at 42. This is just terrible news for these players. You hate to see it. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. I wonder how many people, if somehow Sindejo does make the team, will even notice it's not Chris Marigos. They'll be like, wait, right. isn't that Marigos? Wait, why yeah. is Marigos out there? I thought we cut him. There um, is so one that's good kind of safety in history who wore 40, if you can remember who it is. Wore 40? Well, a number like, in the 40s. A number in the 40s yeah. or 40? A number in the 40s. Uh, tell me, Ben. Was well, Troy Palomalu. And the thing about Palomalu. What did he wear? 43, 43 right? Is like he's already a okay. super distinctive player with the hair, with the play style. So get a super distinctive number, right? But yeah. the regular a regular safety can't pull off the forties, right? This is the problem. Totally agree. I think forty six is interesting that they gave it to Jamalcolm Liggins, Jay Liggins. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's the first time they've given out uh, Dornboss's number since he, you oh. know, he was traded away. Yeah, so I think that's a little just a little interesting thing there. I thought cause I, I, last year I'm pretty sure they didn't give out, and I thought they might have been yeah. holding it just for a little bit, you know, because of kind of out of respect to, and maybe that's what they did. Maybe they just right. Held it for a season and said, hey, you know, we're kind of just going to let that number sit for a bit. And now they're giving it out pretty much because they have to anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Into the 50s, Ben. And I have some strong thoughts All here right, to you, start you, with. You kick from, us off in the 50s. Hit me with it. Because I think if you're Joey Alfieri from Stanford, rookie undrafted linebacker, and if you're TJ Edwards, so Alfieri got 50 and Edwards right. got 57. Those are great numbers. If you're Amen, a rookie brother. undrafted free agent. Because a lot of these guys come in, these undrafted rookie free agent linebackers, and they're getting like, I don't know, 48 and whatever or like you know you said gary 47 like those are terrible numbers right. so for those guys to get like really good number 50 and 57 that's pretty good for their chances i think absolutely and like bj bellows out here keeping 59 in his second year he could have gotten one of those numbers he had rights and said he kept 59 for 50 and 57 to be open i agree both are absolutely huge lj fort taking jordan hicks whole number big mistake no i think it's strong wow i don't know who are the last three eagles to wear 58 it's jordan hicks it's Trent Cole, and it's Ike Reese. It's been a good number. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. Now I'm convinced that LJ Ford's going to start. <laughs> I'm, I'm moved by the spirit. I, I think, really, a defensive lineman missed out on that. Like, I think if Sharif, right. and we'll get to him later. Trust me, we'll get to Sharif Miller we will later. Get to Sharif I think if Miller. Sharif got 58, I think I would be feeling a lot better about him in his career. And it made sense, too, because he wore 48 in college. He can't do that now at the NFL level. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to get 50 and up. So... It was right there for him. He should have gotten 58, but Fort got it. And I think that says a good thing for Fort standing on the team. And listen, you have Chris Long at 55. Or you have Brandon Graham at 55. Chris Long at 56. 58 would have been great. For now. You, yeah, obviously. But you ingratiate yourself into uh, an existing, like, like there's not a lot of great rushers who wear in the 50s. The Eagles have two of them. It's like, like with the wide receivers. Yeah. You want pictures of you with your better teammates to look good. Very important to consider, right? <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. You cannot <laughs> tell me otherwise, right? That's like, like the Eagles offensive line, 71, and then 62 Kelsey, 79 Brooks, 65 Lane Johnson, right? What looked better there? 61 with Wiz or 73 with Sayomalo? It was 73 with Sayomalo. Looked better. Mm. And this ended up drastically mattering when the Eagles made the switch. It was part of Jeff Statlin's process, I can promise you. But seriously, you want like 55, 56, you're out there at 58, you look like you're supposed to be working with those guys. 76, spoiler alert, his number. What are you doing? This is a problem. This ain't it. You, you align yourself with Vinnie Curry. Not big mistake. Big rookie mistake. Big rookie mistake. Um, Sticking with the 50s a little bit, finishing off here. Zach Brown, 51. I think that's good. Yes. I think it would have been better if he got 50, honestly. But 51 is mm-hmm. fine. Um, I think you previously wore 55 and 53. And obviously, those are both taken. Yeah. So he had to go a new route. And I think that's fine. 51 is cool. Um, Warlow is at 52. That's fine. That's a linebacker. Like, see, that's the thing. Like When I say 52, I think Najee Good or Brad Phillips, right. who used to Remember, be on the team. Uh, we, we didn't even talk about this at the time. How inexplicable and inexcusable it was that Michael Kendricks was running around wearing 95 as an off-ball linebacker. Who's that guy think he is? Wearing 95. <laughs> Omar, remember Omar well, Gaither? Omar Gaither wore 96? What position do you think yeah. you're playing? <laughs> <laughs> well, Reprehensible. I mean, those guys, they ultimately didn't last. This, this is, they should have listened to our analysis. Right. We did, we weren't podcasting at the time, obviously, but I'm, you know, they, they, the same kind of analysis that could have been out there. Right. I mean. It's, this is why it's important to pay attention. It is, is but talking about continuity, the entire Eagles linebacker room is in the 50s, except for Nate Gary, who's in the 40s. I'm just yeah. saying. Well, it's not going to look good. It doesn't look good in photos. Um, moving into the 60s, I will note, as I did on the latest BGN Radio episode, um, so make sure you go listen to that if you haven't already, that 61 is still open, Ben. Yes. So I, I think that kind of signifies that the door could be open for Wiz. He's still out there. They did this with Corey Graham last year. I remember looking at the roster shortly after they announced mm-hmm. the entire new numbers for all the offseason additions. Right. And 24 was noticeably still open. And they then eventually they re-signed Corey Graham. So I think it's still on the table. They could sign Wiz. So that 61 Bring is him back on the, uh, on the tender, on the 110% tender. They could. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they can at this point, though. I thought they had to do that by May seventh. Oh, if I'm they? not mistaken. Okay. Who knows, though? That whole thing is like a made-up rule. It's just right. like one of those weird things. So I don't know. Sixties really aren't great here. Um, to I mean, Kelsey's sixty-two. That's great for him. But like, like just in general, um, some of these non-star ones. Like again, Lane Johnson sixty-five is good. Uh, sixty-nine for Pryor is a nice, nice. selection for yep. him. You glossed over the uh, an egregious issue. 
which is what do we have here? The Eagles traded for Hassan Ridgeway, and he paid them yeah. back by selecting sixty four as a defensive tackle. I mean, oh man, fired right, like cut on the what? spot. <laughs> what is that? I mean, how can he? How can he possibly be any good? Like, what? What yeah. if he? Ben, what if he doesn't know that he's playing defensive? What if he thinks he's on the offensive right. line? Now? He shows up. He's like, all right, Stout, where do you want me? Guard. It sounds like what are you talking about? He's like, well, I'm wearing sixty four, <laughs> so there's literally no way I can play on the defense. It's inconceivable. 64. Oh, vile. <laughs> and he, he's sharing it's the it most, too with them. Um, it's the most square of the 60s, too. Like, being in the 60s is bad. 64 is the worst of them all. Oh, upsetting. It's to really me. bad. Yeah. The other the other 60 that point that stands out to me is the the first step of development was taken for Jordan Mailata last year. Mm. You know, showed a lot of growth yeah. in the preseason. The next step, getting out of 68. 68, nope. That ain't it. Yeah. No. I wish he got 69. I think it just would have been so much better. It would be so much easier to root for him. Yeah. Flip 68 and 69 prior and, and, and my lot yeah. of both players would be slightly better. I agree. I think that's the call there. I, um, although it is kind of funny that um, my lot is six foot eight and he wears 68. That's, maybe true. that's why he chose it. Maybe he was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey number. That's, what's that? That's, uh, kind, of, uh, that's kind of his vibe for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's the reason, it's acceptable to me. I think it could be better, but it's fine. Moving into the 70s. Jason Peters, 71. I mean, that's a number that's going to be retired, I feel like, right? Yes. I mean, it has to be. Yes. Future Hall of Lock Famer. It in. It's JP. Lock it I mean, he's in. best friends with the owner. <laughs> right. How is it not going to be retired? Uh, Big V, 72, could be potentially freed up if he gets traded. I don't think he's going to be back next year. So Here's what is interesting. 72, also a pretty good guard number. Cough, cough. What are, you, uh, what are we trying to say here? Are we trying, trying to say, say if he wants to stay on the, trying to stay on the roster, maybe go fight for that starting right guard spot while Brandon Brooks is down? Yeah, Doug talked about that a little bit today. Uh, reporters were asking him at rookie minicamp. I'm sorry to deviate from the the the, the jersey news yeah, here. And talk about actual. It feels wrong. It feels like <laughs> wrong. That I'm talking about actual uh, stuff that happened today at Doug Peterson's press conference, but he had mentioned Mylotta, and you and Kist were talking about this anyway, and I and I disagreed with you that. Like, I feel like is going to stick. I feel like for as much as people wanted to be like, well, they drafted Dillard, so Mylotta's career is over. Like, I just don't necessarily agree with that. I think Mylotta is going to be your big V moving forward. Like, after this year, once Jason Peters is gone and Dillard is the starter, they, they're going to want a swing tackle who's really good. Like, they're not going to want just some undrafted free agent at that position. They're going to want someone they, they can trust as a swing tackle, especially with Lane Johnson being 1% away from missing 32 games. So... I think a lot of sticks. I think I guess Big V is going to be around this year. I, I think it would take some kind of offer that would right. clearly have to beat what they feel like he could get if he signed an unrestricted free agency next year, and they could get a comp pick for him. So that was just my take on that. No, they could they could protect him, but it. they have to. They would have to carry nine, at least nine, if not more, depending on how good you feel about Brooks and Kelsey's health. That's the thing for me. Well, Brooks could could start on PUP too. In theory, we don't know. I'm just saying. Can he possible. be PUP? He wasn't injured in preseason. He was injured last year. NFI or P, whatever you call it, they yeah. can put him on one of those. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, it's something. It's something to watch. I think that number one, to get back to the salient point, he has to change his jersey number. But number two, it's just it's a lot harder now with Dillard on the roster to keep him unless you open up more spots than you kept last year. But into the seventies we go. Bates got 74, uh, and they, they listed him at tackle, and, and apparently he practiced at right tackle. Yeah, he played at right tackle, which if you're going to be a tackle in rookie minicamp, cool. Uh, if you're going to mm-hmm. transition to guard center and stick on the 53 or even be on the practice squad, uh, we're going to we're gonna have to talk about that, honey. Uh, can't be wearing 70s if you're <laughs> snapping the football. Ask Isaac Sayamalo how well that goes for him. Nope. Oh, oh! I just noticed something, Ben. Too. I I glossed over this. Very important. Chance Warmack sixty-seven is taken by uh, Nate Herbig. So, I guess very sad to say, Chance Warmack will not be back this year. Well, just listen, really devastating. Watched a good amount of Nate Herbig covering the Pac-12, and I'm here to say sixty-seven will be open in August. Hmm. Well, maybe he can be our Nance, our new Chance Warmack. Seventy-four. Deshaun Hall. I feel like Deshaun Hall. You know, a guy who the Eagles signed during the season late last year, right. former third-round pick. How he's been talking him up. I think he can make the team. I, th- I think uh, he is very much on the bubble there. Right. And if he does make the team, I think he could be a guy who gets a better number. If someone, I, I don't know what, what it would be. 
Yeah, he would have to at that yeah. point. Because he was added in season, like, you know that he just picked a number that was available. Like, I don't think 74 yeah. is his goal. Right, I agree. Mm-hmm. And it, hopefully not. If it is, then cut him. <laughs> it's yep. not... I mean, 92 geez, is open. Terrible. 92 would look all right. Uh, for Reggie White. Oh, shoot. Yeah, good point. Good point. Mm. Um, <laughs> but this group here, 74 Deshaun Hall, 75 Vinny Curry, 76 Sharif Miller. Like, with Curry, it's at least a little better because he has a reason behind that ben there's a story did you know about that yeah i know there is a story i don't remember what it is i think it's the marshall um the amount of people who died right yeah on yeah so i mean right. like you know you can't really say exactly and the thing number. is but the thing is that he's had 75 he's been productive with 75 it is his number you a rookie coming in and taking 76 you trying to what are you doing you trying to rush off the edge with all 76 on your back he's no. trying to play at the wells fargo center I don't even think he knows he's playing football. I think, he, I think you know, he's from Philly. He he, he oh, probably saw the, the Sixers on TV last night or the other night, and he was like, I don't know. If we're talking about defensive linemen being able to wear in the 60s, in the 70s, and in the 90s, casting aside the 60s, which everybody but Hassan Ridgeway knows is just, like, beyond unforgivable, I think 76 is probably the worst number 76 or 78 yeah the worst number for an edge rusher i think anything in the 90s any of the odd numbers off the 70s 70 flat 72 oh they're all better 74 76 78 are two are three of the worst and we have two players with them right now and this this needs to be rectified the reason i have faith in josh sweat which holds every conversation because he went from 75 not a bad 70s number one of the better ones to 94 number in the 90s he's up on the number trajectory 76 you can't be any lower it's awful 76 do you know the last person to wear that <sighs> alan barber yeah good, good pull by you right there finally got one before that it was barrett brooks friend of the pod yeah yeah so i just i'm not really seeing actually taylor hart was in here sorry you uh you lost but oh, we're not okay, counting well, him I'm, I'm counting guys who made the, the the regular roster but yeah that's oh philip hunt was also 76 forgot about him okay stop making up names you have to remember philip hunt he was a preseason legend I, I don't think uh 76 is a really good choice maybe sharif changes that if something else gets freed up i would hope he would because it's not great moving on to dillard 77 is really good that's a really good number uh, yes. to be taking over for Jason Peters. That's a really strong selection by him. Yes. I like it. Any other thoughts? I, I like, I've always liked 79 for Brandon Brooks, especially because you know I always think of Todd Harriman's when I see that number, and he was obviously a, a great right guard for right. this team, and now you have Brandon Brooks in there. It's just it's a really good selection. Dillard coming in with 60, then obviously not being able to keep 60 put him in grave danger of like taking like a 61 or like a 64 or like a 69 or whatever. Landing on 77 is huge. That was a high-variant yeah. situation. There was a lot of stress when we were watching that. 77, big win. Big win for Dillard. Again, I love the numbers 11, 77, 88. Good players get those numbers. For the Eagles, it's 11 with Carson Wentz, 22 with Sidney Jones, which, okay, whatever. Uh, 33 with Josh Adams slash Godwin Iggy, which, okay, whatever. But then 55, Brandon Graham, 77, Andre Dillard, 88, Dallas Goddard. I mean, this is great news. The, 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 the double digits. Good numbers to hit. Dillard getting 77. I think that's probably the reason why the Eagles traded Michael Bennett. I mean, you, you had to free up that number yes. if for no other reason. To protect like, so your first I think the trade was worth it. Had to be successful. Yeah, I mean, come on. You have to think about what's really important here. I guess one last note on the 70s. I feel like 78 is solid for uh, Opeta. I feel like that's that's yeah. pretty decent. I feel like for a guy like him, that's, that's at least a practice squad number right there. So I, I think agree. he can stick around just based on that. We're into the 80s, Ben. I guess it's getting a little bit more fun here because there's some we're, – we're back to the skilled players. We're done with the linemen, the, the offensive linemen at least. What are we feeling about the 80s off the jump? Biggest wasted number on the entire Eagles roster in terms of good number, bad player is Richard Rodgers having an 82. How dare he? <laughs> the ball of the third tight end having 82? 82, like, like I don't love wide receiver numbers in the 80s as we've talked about, but the best wide receiver numbers in the 80s are 80, 81, 82. And Richard Rodgers. I can't believe 81's not taken. There's no one 80. There's no 81. Like, why isn't Matt Collins moving to 81? What is he doing? Great question. Why isn't he 81? Uh, Greg Ward, 81, would make a ton of sense. Which, Braxton Miller took Greg Ward's 89. So that camp battle is Mm -hmm. legit. That Braxton Miller v. Greg Ward, ex-college quarterbacks duking it out as new wide receivers. Braxton Miller clearly has the edge right now. 89 is kind of the the flashpoint there. Um, But 82 bothers me so much. 
all of the Eagles tight ends being in the 80s, it's like 80, 86, 88, Will Ty's 85, Josh Parker's 83, and then Roger 82 is amazing. All five tight ends in the 80s? Incredible. At least usually you have like one that's the 40s, right? And like yeah. they're fine with it too. She's like the, the gadget guy. And so they're all in the 80s, which mm-hmm. just goes to show you how few wide receivers the Eagles have there in the 80s. It's only Miller and uh, this this uh, Massachusetts kid, Mark and Mitchell, who I don't really know. But 82 to Richard Rodgers has always bothered me because it's a good number. And it belongs to somebody who's better. Mark and Mitchell is actually Sony's brother. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he played in the CFL for a bit. Fast guy. So, speedy. We'll see him. I think he could potentially be some fun in the preseason. Probably won't be any good, but I don't know. Might say Somebody's got to ca- catch the Nate Sudfeld bombs, baby. It's going to be him. Um, ben, you can, I think, sympathize with me on this issue that I brought up at the end of last night's BGN Radio podcast that I did with, with John Stolness. The eight... The Eagles eight. It's just not good. It's a bad like their their specific jersey font on their jerseys. The eight does not look good. Can you sympathize with me on this? As someone who has watched the practices and been like, what number am I watching? Like, what player just made that play? I don't even know because the eight could look like a, a nine right. or a six or a zero. Like, what am I seeing here? Here's the big issue. Am I off base? No, you're not. The big issue is this: if the the eight font itself isn't the problem. It's the fact that the the belt of the eight, right, like where where the the circles link, is like right where everybody's shoulder pads end, and so whenever they bend over slightly, you lose the link. You can't see it anymore. It's like creased, and so it could be right. It could be sixes. It could be zeros. It could be eights. It could be nines. Because crucially, the eagles sixes and nines curve back up, right? They curve back up towards like the middle. So yes, I agree with you. I think they like I'm fine with the Eagles font. It doesn't bother me that much at all. And like when it has the the black borders, it looks better. I think the practice jerseys typically have no borders on them, and so that makes things a little yeah. bit trickier. But it's the it's the fact that it's where the shoulder pads bend that caused the problem, in my opinion, because it bunches up the numbers too much. So yeah, if it was like a thinner font, then maybe it would be easier. But the big issue is like where it's aligned, in my opinion. I, I still don't love it. Like when Trey Burton switched from forty seven to eighty eight, it just I didn't love it. It just well, first of all, just because I don't feel like he's an eighty eight kind of player. He feels more of like that gadget forty seven kind of player exactly. you were talking about. Former college quarterback, played some running back too. Uh, so I just I didn't love it, and and it's fine now on Goddard overall. And I think it looks better on the back. I think than it does the front. Like it's, I think it's just like a little bit smaller on the front, and it just looks weird. It doesn't yeah. look. Because like it, right because the so, the font is too thick and it's small, and so you can't really see the spaces. But I mean, like the yeah. big issue here that we need to discuss is somebody needs to sit Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard down and say, "Listen, either you guys have wardrobe accessories that you keep consistent for sixteen games, or somebody has to change their number." Because literally, like last mm. year, Mike is tweeting out who is wearing <laughs> what color armband, so we can actually tell the difference between these two players. Because eighty six and eighty eight look exactly the same, unless you're right up next to them. That's the big problem here. It's a really big problem. The Eagles have to fix it. It's probably one of their biggest remaining issues yeah, that they have When I think of reasons the, the Eagles won't make the Super Bowl, the number one thing that pops into my head is I can't tell the difference between Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz. I mean, maybe that's actually a good thing, though. I mean, because if you're the, you know, let's think uh, about if you're the team, you know, trying to scout them or, or trying to game plan against these guys or even one of the players on the field, it's like, wait, who do I have? I don't know who I have. I don't, we, what number is that? I know NFL Network got rid of mic'd up, but if we ever get a clip of so, like the offense, the the opposing team's <laughs> like defensive personnel assistants being like, yo, is that 86 or 88? Like, who's, like, which one is that, right? Or like them saying like, all right, which one's got the armband? I will lose my mind. That would make me so happy. I mean, we called it first. So uh, Eagles, you're welcome. Yes. All right. So we're into the 90s, the final numbers here of a podcast that has already been about, I don't know, 15 minutes long. So I think, you know, we're, we're probably making this about as short as we possibly yeah, exactly. can. Exactly. We're being very brief. Trayvon Hester, 90, solid, I guess. Much more likely to stick than Bruce Hector at 98. I can tell you that for sure. For many reasons. Not, not to say the jersey number, I feel like. You know, Cox is at 91. That's always good. Um, 92 retired because Reggie, and obviously 99 for Jerome Brown. Um, so that that's kind of tough too. I mean, obviously, you never want to see those guys, the jerseys, be used again because they're two legends right there. But it's tough because those are really two good jersey numbers in '92 and '99. Um, but for the rest of the guys here, uh, Timmy's back in '93. Good. Here's the big one, Ben, and I'll let you talk about this. Josh Sweat moving from '75 to '94. It's not the best '90 number, but it's better than '75. That's for sure. 
And I think that... Breakout season. Here's my thing. I think the aesthetic of Sweat and Barnett in 94 and 96 is really, really nice. And this is one of my, my chief complaints with the Eagles' defensive tackle rotation. 91, 93, 97. Those guys are locked in. Somebody needs to get 95 from Joe Osman, right? The Eagles... The Eagles too deep in defensive tackle needs to be 91, 93, 95, 97. That would look great. It would be an excellent look. But right now, Osman is 95, laboring, squandering it on the practice squad. I like Osman, but he could be 58. You know what I mean? Like he could be something around the 50s. That's LJ Ford, obviously. But he can be some 50s yeah. guy. It has to. It has to be. That has to be defensive tackle. 94 and 96 for Sweat and Barnett looks really, really nice. I mean, really, Hassan Ridgeway needs to do his best. To try to find a way to get 95 from Osman. If somehow Ridgeway makes the roster, it'd be huge for him if he somehow makes the roster. Right. And uh, Osman, Osman's going to be around the practice squad at the very least, unless someone claims him. He's going to make someone's practice squad. He's definitely going to make the Eagles' practice squad if he doesn't get claimed. Yes. This team loves him. Steven He's probably going to hold on to that number. Yeah, he is the new Steven Means. Um, I guess we'll close it out by saying here that 97 from Malik Jackson. It's funny because originally he wore different numbers when he first played for both the Broncos and the Jaguars, but he ultimately ended up in 97, so clearly that's a number he wants. It, it's great. It's a great choice. Great. Uh, I feel really good. Linear tall number for a tall player. Looks fantastic on him. The 7, tremendous. Fletcher Cox, oh, we don't talk about this now, Fletcher Cox, 91. Honestly, not a great number for him in my opinion. I think he'd look better wow. in like a 90 or a 99, but again, we're talking about you know, number analytics, very strong science, but eventually talent trumps all. And so once you're a really good player, your number is correct regardless of what it is. Always thought 91 didn't look good on Fletcher Cox. I, I don't agree with that. Um, I don't love the number in general, but I mean, maybe it's just that Fletcher Cox is just so right, good exactly. and so dominant that, that I just don't even give that any thought. Uh, who was the last, who was the last player, I guess we'll go with, to wear 97, Ben? I don't like this. It's not Bodrick Bunkley, is it? It's your destiny to figure this one oh, out. Oh, Veo. Who? Oh, yeah. I remember when y'all not were trying great. to convince me he was good. Could not no, be fooled. No, me? No. No, I meant like... Who was we? I meant like, no, I meant like y'all in the general sense. Like, okay. like people That's were like, fine. Jesse Vale, rotational player for the Eagles. And I was like, let's all chill out. Shout out to Elijah Qualls at 98, though. That I believed in. Yes. Gone too soon. I think he was in the AAF? I don't know. Who He's knows? on... He and Veo are both on the Panthers now, I want to say. I know they're oh, together. that's somewhere. right. I think they. Yeah. I think they did. So I think that's just about it, Ben. I think we hit the entire roster for the most part. I'm just looking back here. Obviously, there were some of the tryout numbers, but we're you know those don't really count until they actually get signed, and we'll see if that's the case. And if and then it'll be a whole new pod. We can do a whole new podcast just on that, or I'm sure you'll mention on the Kiss and Solak show, or I can mention with John on BGN Radio. I think we got to everything. I'm just double checking. So. That was it. That was the longest podcast you'll ever hear about uh, jersey numbers. I feel like we should come up with something here, Ben, at this about 58th minute or whatever it is, 50, with something to uh, see if people actually listen to this. I feel like we should come up with a hashtag. Do you have an idea for a hashtag, Ben, just to, so we can see, just so we, you know, we can yeah. just test if people actually listen this far. Hashtag jersey number analytics. Hashtag jersey number analytics. So, you know, just spelled out all one hashtag there jersey number analytics if you listen to this episode in pool if you and obviously add us too that'd be great uh if not but at least use the hashtag because if you listen to this whole thing i can't thank you enough for supporting all what we do because i would not listen if you wanted blg may he forever reign it's the cult of blg that's what it is uh so thank you again Ben, for joining me here to talk about this very important thing. I feel like this, I guess this has to be our annual tradition now. We just spend a whole hour right. talking about jersey numbers. Any final thoughts for you? Uh, no, the guy who's delivering my pizza is waiting downstairs for me, so I gotta go. All right, well, that wraps it up here on BGN Radio. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more episodes. BGN. And...